Welcome to the Waybox podcast. My name is Tally Rye. I'm a personal trainer and fitness influencer. And my name is Ben Foy, managing director and co-founder of Waybox, the brand behind the podcast. And this is your convenient way to get a deeper insight into your favorite influencers, the business of health and fitness, and the topics that we really believe matter. Make sure to subscribe for future episodes. You can find us on all major podcast apps. And of course, let us know what you think on Instagram at the Waybox podcast. Hello and welcome to the Waybox podcast. Today's episode is a little bit different. It's a bit topical. We are going to talk all things influencers, social media, brands and everything in between. And today we are joined by the fabulous Chessie King, social media sensation and Ben as well. Don't yep. forget Ben. Always social media here. sensation. Nearly a social media sensation. <laughs> I am going to do a shout out for you, Ben. <laughs> Everyone should follow Ben. Underscore. Ben, I love underscores, yeah. Is it yeah. Ben underscore for you? <laughs> is it? It it's is. Ben underscore for you. <laughs> he genuinely loves an underscore and a username. Right. Okay, so now the, f- the thousands of people have now flocked to Ben's page. Go and see what he actually looks like. <laughs> he looks great. He looks great. Yeah. Oh, it's so good to right. be back with you too. Chessie, you oh. are our first repeat guest. Am I? You're the yeah. only person you to be on You weren't bored of me for the first time. No. You have so much to say. Oh, I was really sad the day, the, the time before. Do you remember I got so much hate in the you morning? Did. You oh, really, God, yeah. And yeah. I was really sad and I was like nearly in tears on the podcast, so I'm really happy, oh, don't worry. Good. Okay, well, we, It was just trolling and bleh. Well, we yeah. will talk about that soon because, okay. like I said, this is all about social media. Um, and obviously, you and I both have experience of being on social media and Ben is essentially... Owns a brand, so you we come again. Well, you, yeah, you're your at, own brand. <laughs> at, no, no, no. We come at it from both sides. We're coming I mean, at it yeah, from yeah. a brand perspective yeah. and a blogger influencer perspective, and we'll get into the term influencer later. <laughs> I know Chessie I, has her thoughts. I actually don't know. Just like just sort of preface the conversation from our side, looking at like you get mm. you guys and girls, how you do it. It just looks savage. It just looks stressful. Well, <laughs> I, I love the fact that, well, I'm speaking to Tally and you right now because you've kind of seen me from like a let's work together, whereas Tally and I have been like friends from for day one. Four, yeah. five years, yeah. like before we okay. even knew Instagram was even a thing, which yeah. is amazing because we literally were posting. I remember posting a video of Tally work, like training me Chessie a PT on an elastic really? band. It was a bit bigger than an elastic yeah. band. Like and I was board. running and I remember just being so exhausted. She got me on the stepper. Yeah. And I remember creating a video and it just looked hilarious. But I posted it and didn't think anything of it. We had no idea what Instagram was going to be. And no one did videos then. No, no one did. That was quite like a I was doing secrets. I just like to point out that Chessie King is the first person who showed me how to edit. For, um, videos on iMovie on my iPhone. Oh, you really? remember that? You taught now? me that, and like I showed so many other people, and I'm like, Chessie taught me. You're to do so this, cute. This, but you taught me that. You taught me how to step up two steps on a stepper and kick my leg back, and it really hurt my bum. <laughs> <laughs> so we've oh, swapped skills. We swapped. <laughs> so let's go back to that. Let's talk about how. You and I both started on social media. When did you first get involved? I know we covered this on a previous podcast, but I feel like let's recap for everyone who might be new. Yeah, so my sister Bronte, who's 21, she's kind of grown up with social media being in her face the whole time. Like that that, yeah, that yeah. age, mm-hmm. that era, like they're constantly on it. I mean, it was for us, it was Facebook, it was MySpace, it was Bebo. For them, it was kind of just straight onto Instagram. Like you kind of didn't really use Facebook at that age. Yeah. 
So she's 21 um, and I was presenting loads at the time um, when I was about 17, 18. I was um, the pre- main presenter for OK Magazine. So I did all their red carpet events and I was interviewing all these people. And Bronte was like, um, oh, there's this thing called Instagram. And I'd u- I think I'd used it to post one photo four times with different filters on, not knowing anyone could see it. Obviously, that's what everyone thought it was back then. Because it was an editing It was an editing app, platform. yeah. I didn't realise people were actually going to see it. I think that's still up there. But um, Bronte was so sweet she was like she's my little like manager now and she was like chess honestly i can see this going somewhere i think you should start posting your interviews posting like funny moments funny clips and photos of you with these celebrities because like it, it, people want to know what you're doing i was like oh stop it like no 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 like it's enough my family and friends knowing and then she was like come on let's post let's post one photo or one video and it was a video of me presenting at soccer aid and i was interviewing like Loads of, because Robbie Williams owns Soccer so it was all like a group of these laddie lads like going in at me. Mm-hmm. I had like a group of like six of them and it was a funny moment where Jamie Theakston, I don't know if I can repeat it, but you can edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> Check and let us know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I said, right, show us all your winning faces because they were all like, oh, we're going to win like against the legends because Soccer Aid is basically legends against celebrities for charity. And um, I said, show us all your winning faces. And there's a clip where Jamie Theakston literally like shows his face. He's like, ah. and then he went, oh my God, I've just shown the whole world my car face <laughs> and honestly and, and that, that went viral like <laughs> literally everyone was just like oh my god because he was so he was in hysterics I don't know if you can put that in but um and yeah it kind of evolved from there and I'd say the only I'd like year and a half two years I've started actually using it for the reason that I use it now and that is just to help as many people as I can and it's like you Tally like we just try and be a positive impact on Mm. anyone's life that I meet in real life like strangers people that have followed me people that have known me since I was like day one Mm. um like as in born um and it's just so nice being able to like spread a word spread spread a message that maybe a brand or a charity can't spread because they don't have that audience and I think I've always talked about everything I don't just cover fashion I don't just cover makeup or fitness or whatever I speak about life experiences but I'm always sharing like my top tips or like like you like we've never mm-hmm. just shared one thing I've been through phases where I maybe shared a bit a bit more fitness than I have like my fashion or body confidence or whatever but it's just so nice being able to just talk to an audience and be like this is what I'm going through. If you're going through it too, you're not alone. Let's do this together. Because we are all in life together. That's the thing. Like uh, back when we were younger, I didn't really speak to anyone about my problems or anything. I just locked them away. And it's so nice to have that platform sometimes, to help people. Do you find it easier to speak to all those strangers than it is sometimes to speak to people in your real life? Definitely. Yeah, I yeah. Do. Are you, well, I used to. I think now like that we speak mm. about it more. But you're right. Like a year and a half ago, I remember posting, or oh, about two years ago, I remember posting a, a video of me talking about my skin and it was flared up so bad, my acne. And I was in tears. Like, I didn't mean to cry mm. when. I was on it but like it was back when no one had really even spoken about like Mm. imperfections and like for me I was like oh my god I've got to share this because I want to help people but then also I was getting messages from my friends being like why are you sharing that with them and they're not me like why wouldn't you just call me and I was like oh sorry (laughs) yeah it is it was I feel like personally some of the most vulnerable times I've had online that's probably the most vulnerable I've been because I wasn't comfortable to being so vulnerable in face to face with someone but like 
to strangers, it felt easier to be vulnerable. Yeah. And it's like, I found that, and therefore that's now like transferred into my real life. And now in my real life, I feel comfortable to yeah. be vulnerable. But yeah, yeah. Um, it is weird having like thousands of anonymous people that you're able to just like ask questions to yeah. and have a bit of a sounding board. I don't know. I feel like I like sound off a lot to the people who follow me because I'm like, I need your advice on this. What do you think about this? Or like, this is my opinion. What do you think? And, you know, I try and have these conversations in real life, but I don't know. It's it's, it's a weird Fun. dynamic. It's like a very unique thing, I think, to, to have that amount of opinion. Yeah, yeah. Like, at your disposal. No, it is fascinating. I think I learned so much from my followers. Like, me too. My audience that, like, are constantly feeding things back to me. And, like, I, I will... I'm... There are so many people out there that know more than I do, but mm. I only speak from experience. And yeah. if I can help people with my experience, not with maybe a qualification or knowledge, yeah. I can then learn loads of them because then I we have professionals, like health professionals following mm. us who then say, and I never take it as, oh my God, you're coming at me with like, I love it. I'm like, oh my God, amazing. I love learning. And like, yeah. that's what's so incredible about social media that it's just opened up all these doors of going, Actually, yeah, I never even thought of that. Like when I lost my hearing or had tinnitus like two years ago, I suddenly lost it. And for me at 23, losing it, I was like, what? What is this? Yeah. Like I thought, yeah, it's horrible. And the more I speak about it, the more people are helping me going, you should see this audiologist or you should mm. try this hearing aid. And like you never think of that. Like before I use social media, I'd never even think, oh, my God, strangers can help me mm. on my own problems. Yeah. Mm. It's amazing. Ben, you must find it incredible. <laughs> you know I'm, well, I'm, I'm sat here listening because I, I actually the bits that you were talking about there about being vulnerable are the bits that scare the shit out of me yeah like, and still I, do like, for me the thought of putting the phone to my face and being like guys I'm sad like help yeah, me you know like, <laughs> it is I weird. feel I've had a crap day Aww. like I don't you know I just I don't know if I, I just can't do it I don't know why but do you it's voice just, note no you don't voice note yeah. people. See no, that? You just lock it all up, don't you? Just no. <laughs> See, Matt never voice note noted before he met me, and now he voice notes, and I think that actually helps him share like yeah. everything online because voice noting is almost like a podcast to yeah. someone else. It's incredible. Like you just voice your thoughts. Yeah. And also, once you've been vulnerable and opened up and realised that it's not that scary and daunting, it suddenly becomes a lot easier to do, and like it becomes second nature. I don't know. Like I have no real guard or barrier when I'm like if I'm gonna Instagram story like something that's going on in my life and mm. I want to share it like I'm gonna just tell it how it is like I'm I don't know I find it really hard to not tell the truth do you know no, what I mean I'm like, the same you're the, you are people the same. can see through when yes. you're lying yeah, yeah like, like that whole like oh I'm feeling really sad and like people can see if you're not actually yeah, sad or totally. whatever like yeah it, it's so just, true and yeah. like I think when people have fo like invested so much time in us from the start when yeah. we mm. didn't even know what was going on from like f like literally I followed you when you had like 3,000 followers mm. and you were probably I, I had probably like 100 mm. I didn't even yeah and I think they've trusted us and they've put so much like time into like following yeah. our journey and when they meet us in real life they're like oh my god that's why I follow you because you are just you mm. and then they can see through if you've been lying this whole time <laughs> I think the biggest compliment is when you meet people and they say like you're, you're just exactly, as you, yeah, you are like, exactly I'm, the same that's like that is the biggest compliment someone can get definitely like, thank you because I really hope I am like yeah. I think I am but no, I'm glad are. that comes across you are Thanks, just though. as crazy <laughs> <laughs> I think I've definitely well no you said last podcast I've calmed down you have calmed down but like I'm that's I, part of growth and maturity and like 
you're I like still start- have my mental time. You do, but like <laughs> you, you started like so. Let's go back. As I was saying, like how I want to talk about how things have changed from like when you first starting, even like let's say the first year or two years, um, when you're kind of doing things on your own and navigating Instagram, and it started to like gain traction and things started to happen. Um, how have you felt that social media has evolved? Obviously, the platform Instagram in itself has evolved in the sense that we now have stories on there and mm. we and generally no one does Snapchat anymore. Um, oh, R.I.P. I, yeah. I feel so sorry. Kylie Jenner ruined that, didn't she? <laughs> <I know. laughs> Don't use that anymore. Oh, yeah. everyone's off. Don't yeah. that straight away. Yeah, I think people use it for the filters. And I, I look at loads, the filters, I'm like, they're cool. And but I think I don't um, loads of younger kids still use it. I think yeah. it's like yeah, if you're, yeah. but like I think our age, we're kind of, everything's in one place now. So yeah, exactly. Um, so that's like a natural involvement. But like, how have you noticed like your audience evolve, your message evolve? Um, how was just like your experience of of posting on social media and engaging in social media how has that changed ding um that was beautiful um it's it's interesting because i think the first time i shared a real photo was about two and a half years ago before before then i always just wanted my photos to look amazing and i could put mm. my hands up and say that because that's all i saw instagram as like filtering and editing can and ask, just can i ask a, a question yeah be completely honest yeah and, and like no judgment if, have you had you ever like photoshopped or edited something before you post started posting more real stuff not my video videos you couldn't yeah. but I'd always always and this was so weird it was in my head I'd always make my legs longer I'd stretch really? the photo and like honestly that for me I wanted people because I preached that I was tall I'd always mm. see my legs in photos <clears throat> as stubby this was about three years ago and someone was like oh my god you can stretch your photos to make you look taller and I was like oh, I'm yeah. already tall but then I started doing it and I got obsessed with doing it and I was like oh my god my legs look so much longer like honestly went through about six months of just every photo I stretched them because I think a lot of people it was honestly I've never never even spoken about that because I've never been asked that question but yeah well I think it's (laughs) it's super super common I personally never had because I've never been any good on any sort of photoshopping (laughs) in my life but like I've been with people when we're in a group of influencers, shall we say. And I've been with people, like, smoothing out their skin. Oh, that makes Colouring s- in their white teeth. No. Um, like, literally zooming into Kidding their tooth me. and, like, colouring it in oh, white. Oh, such a shame. Colouring the white of the eyes. I've seen it, like, firsthand. And I think a certain generation, like, that's the norm and yeah, that's yeah. normal. And I think Chessie and I are like, that wasn't normal. And we didn't, no one really went to those, to that extreme, degree, no. that extreme. No. But I think if you're, like, your sister's age, 21, yeah. they don't. I remember sitting on the tube a few weeks ago and these girls being like, oh my goodness, once I get this on Photoshop, this is going to look so good. And I couldn't believe it because I felt like they're going to smooth out their skin. They don't have any blemishes anymore. Well, that's the thing. That's why stories, we can just show everything. Well, they have that pretty filter though, don't they? Oh, I hate that. I'm like, why are you preaching happiness and like like being so comfortable in yourself and then you've got a whole filter on your face? It was like, (laughs) I don't have that on in real life, so why would I put that on now? Like, I only use the one with my mouth that looks huge. I'm like, hello guys everyone's like yeah your northern accent is awful I'm like it's quite good actually do you like it my mum was actually born in (laughs) my grandparents were Um, bath and path Um, (laughs) but yeah I think it has evolved a huge amount like I uh, like we were saying like with reality like I, I think the more that we see this the more we we have permission to just be 
okay with ourselves and to realize that it's natural like we've both been both been through stages of being unhealthily skinny Mm. and we've also both rebelled against it all and I think like I'm just so relaxed now I'm like why did I waste all that time I'm glad I went through it but why did I waste all that time on Instagram trying to look perfect when actually I just share everything now and I'm just like oh you know what like obviously it's still a highlight reel I can't post every single photo like on mm. my feed which is a shame because I just kind of want sometimes I look at my drafts and I'm thinking this is a feed in itself and yeah obviously <laughs> do you do I have drafts? yeah I do oh see I always get really weird with drafts because I'm like oh I'll change my mind tomorrow so I don't really want to write oh, it I write well, it like I, in the moment I tend to write a caption and then find a picture that goes with it um oh, sometimes really? I put a caption and I know and the photo and I'm like I want to post that photo but sometimes I'm like I'm gonna I'd rather get a bank of images yeah and I like to write the caption so I write the caption notes and I sit there for about an hour because it takes me that long. So you, so you have the theme of the caption. Yeah, because I because oh, often, often I'm like, that's interesting. This is how well, how I work is I get I might be like walking around town or often someone like a client says something to me or someone leaves a comment and I'm like, oh, that sparks like a topic yeah, in my yeah, mind and yeah. I'm like, right, I want to talk about this because I do love a lengthy caption. You do, um, but I it's do. great. I did the shortest caption I've ever done the other week. I was very proud of myself. Hello, Held I'm Tally. Three sentences. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> like three sentences only. I was oh, so wow. proud. But I do love it. But I feel like, obviously, we're going to discuss the influencer thing. But like, I feel like I have a level of influence that I'm proud to have, and therefore, when I want to say stuff, I want to say stuff with meaning. So I really want to yeah. like think what I'm going to say. I draft the caption, and then I find a picture that I think suits that. Okay, that's interesting. It's so yeah, weird. But that's just... only happened this year. I didn't use okay. that. But like, that's how I've I've kind of changed the way I use. So that's so how you're I've more evolved. about the captions than the photos, yeah. which is interesting because yeah. before then, I think you just loved creating f- content yeah. and like looking nice in photos, but not like overly nice, just like yourself. Yeah, obviously, I which always like writing a caption, but at the same time, if it was a nice photo, it was a nice photo. Yeah. Like, and I still like to post nice photos, but yeah, I want to give it a bit of. I'm trying to add more value value to yeah. it that's the word yeah I'd always wondered that because when I'm reading the big lengthy deep <laughs> captions, I'm like, before bed. I'm like, when you, yeah, yeah. When you, I'm like, how have you got that from that picture? And then, but it's because you do the caption first. Yeah, it's, it's the picture's <laughs> almost like. I love that. The picture's almost like somewhere. just a thing. Yeah, yeah. However, um, I've recently been um, there's this whole kind of account online that's talks about how we view beauty and how we view body image and all this kind of stuff and something they said recently which has really stuck with me is like if you cover up the photo if you cover up the, the like well-meaning caption does the photo say the same thing mm. um and that really like hit home with me and was like does my are my pictures contradicting what i'm saying in my caption yeah, and it's so hard when you and i and i don't know ben has created something based on us as a person and it's our brand and it's like how do you not post pictures of yourself mm. like and how how can my is is what I'm saying in my caption in line with the, the image? Yeah. So, for example, if I was saying like, for example, you like I don't know, um, you don't need to be in a bikini to be confident. But there's a picture of me in a bikini. Like, if you cover up the picture, am I still just in a bikini? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like. Is that yeah. conflicting? And that's really like being food for thought for me to think is about. That, I don't that, know where I'm at that, with is it. Is that when? Is that when it's going a bit too far? Like, and you no, should just be I, like, <laughs> I'm just going to post it. Put the photo. Put the caption up. Like, let, it'll stick with some people. It I'd won't love stick to with you bikini. Oh god. Do you know no. what? Then I think oh. there's a certain level of there's a certain level of yeah. I'm just going to post whatever I want, and like ultimately I, I am. However, I think 
for me personally, with the message I have and the people I know who follow me, mm. vulnerable people, yeah. I have I'm very aware yeah. of what things could say and are things in line with my beliefs and my values. Mm. And if they're not, then I can't do it. And like that's the bit, that, that, and I think that's the hard, like the hard thing about social media is maintaining integrity. That, I think that's, the, that's been the, the toughest bit for me challenge. When I when I look at it and I go, that must be so stressful for you to have to think about how you curate your words because someone on the other end hasn't got the empathy mm. or intelligence is the wrong word, but just the kind of yeah, the, mm. the open mindedness to go. Well, actually, I don't know what headspace Tally was in when she was writing this. I'm sure she's got a, a message to yeah. deliver. I don't quite agree with this. I'm not going to attack her for it because, you know, it's just her opinion. So that's the bit for me that stresses me out, thinking you've gone to that time to try and deliver that message and then someone goes, Oi, Tally, completely disagree with you there, you idiot. What are you doing that for? Like, well, it's just like, oh. Chessie, how do you feel about that? Because I feel like you have a bigger audience than I do and that, therefore I think that just naturally opens you up to more criticism. Um and last time you said, like like you said last time, you were getting a lot of negativity. Yeah. Um, how has that affected the way you post? Like, are you more conscious now with what you're talking about and what you're posting? Like, are you careful with, like, the images or the wording? And have, yeah, do the haters, like, have an effect in some way? Do the haters still hate? Mm. Yeah. Um, haters will always hate. They Let's will always it. hate. No, it's interesting, actually. I think if I'm putting out, like, Dropping a knowledge bomb, which mm. is rare. Um, no, but if I'm putting out like research or like something that actually takes a, a qualified person to say, I'm really careful about what I say and mm. I try and quote professionals. And that's when I get a lot of hate because people are like, oh my God, you're doing this. And if I bring up something new, like the other day I was talking about, I'd watched a really interesting documentary on Stacey Dooley's sustainability. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? It's made me think differently about my wardrobe. So I'm going to do it. Not saying I'm an expert, I'm a sustainability queen. I'm just actually going to be mindful and let's mm. do this together. Let's try and just change a few things like using a reusable bottle or whatever. That is when I open myself up to criticism going, because people who think they know better yeah. are like, oh my God, you're hilarious. You've just worn the same, you've just worn that jam and then you've just changed it and then whatever that's where I get hate the mm. more personal things now I think I'm not careful of what I say because I, I actually believe what I say like you said mm. I my captions I don't actually pre-write them I just literally go with the flow I only really use photos that I've kind of taken that day or videos do you know what there, Cassie's really good at getting content no, <laughs> you, no you are you're re you've always got like a um, a new photo whereas I'm a bit I have a bit of a bank because no, I'm that's... not good at doing stuff every day you're really good at creating content but, every day thank you Tally I don't know if that's a compliment but it thank you it is a compliment you. well I, I it's weird like the days I don't take photos I don't post yeah. the, like the days I don't feel like I want to yeah. share anything and I used to be like that I used yeah. to be very chronological enough. I felt like the moment would go if I hadn't taken it that day I hadn't taken it and then I and then I think that was getting me in the I'd just end up never posting. So <laughs> yeah. I had to like and, Yeah, bank it up. It up. And that's yeah. fine. Like when you're super busy, you have to use photos that are maybe from a few weeks mm. ago. But that's fine. Like And you're I the queen of taking them yourself. I'm not as good at taking photos on my own. I need professional. Little secret. All my photos. Are they videos and then stills the videos? All my photos are either set up on a tripod when Matt's not there and I like put a video on, screenshot it, or I just put self-timer on like a tripod and but then someone will come back. it goes like, really blurry and rubbish. Really? Once again, I'm going to get your tips after this. Oh, podcast. we'll do a little masterclass after Can't this. Wait. I did one the other day with Helen and she was like, but why? Like, why is yours? And then I did it and she was like, oh my God, I look yeah, lovely. I, like, really I captured blurry. myself. It's just me just being like, ha. And then I'll be like, oh my God, that's me smiling. Let's do that. Mm. But that's why like, I love stories. So when I don't post in the day, like I've done my 
my stories and I've taken yeah. people on a journey with yeah. me. But I think it's really interesting. Can we go on to the word influence? Because I think... Yeah. Okay, let's do it. It's a wee heated discussion. So my view on an influencer is... For me, a responsibility to enhance someone's life in a positive way. That is, for me, like, I don't call myself an influencer because it's not my job. I feel what like... What would you prefer to be called? Um, I, I don't know. Content creator is really, like, there. But, like, my job as a presenter, and, like, I'm still... Pre- I, I mm, present yeah. offline, I present online, I'm presenting to you guys when I'm talking on a podcast, I'm presenting when I'm doing Insta stories, I'm presenting when I'm posting a picture and writing a caption. I I feel like I'm, a, I don't know, not responsible, I don't, definitely not that, but like I'm a big sister figure. Like even if someone's older than me, they always think, oh, well, I'm looking up to what, not always think, sometimes they think I'm looking up to what you're saying. I wouldn't, like ev- like we just said before this podcast, Everyone has influence. My Uber driver yesterday, oh my God, he was amazing. He had the most positive influence on me throughout the whole day. I was literally so happy. Like, he was just the kindest man. He told me all about his life story. We had like a whole hour. And I was like, you know what? He was like, I've never used social media, but um, I will use it. Now I can follow you. And I was like, well, there we go. Like, he yeah. had such a... Get them one at a time, Chassie. One at a time. <laughs> yeah. Hand-to-hand combat <laughs> around London. Moment. I didn't even tell him my name. Actually, but he King, said... No, no, double G. Um, no. <laughs> but he did see. He was like, ah, oh, um, I see Chessie on your Uber thing. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I've actually changed it now. Because I'm like, well, I don't want people to like, know my name in the back of an Uber. So I changed it to Frankie. Just if anyone picks me up. Frankie. And I know why. <laughs> why? Because I know your full name. Francesca. Yeah. Everyone, oh my God, I was with an Italian guy yesterday. He was like, oh, Francesca, Amira, Amora. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I can say, due birre, por favore, e paga lui. Two beers, please. And he's paying. Uh. <laughs> so my dad taught me that, like, ages ago. I was like, that's all you need. But yeah, so an influencer for me is a response... Uh, um, a person that is responsible for, like you said, vulnerable, unvulnerable people that are looking out for help or just happy with just Mm. following you and you have you can have an impact on someone hopefully positive impact do you get frustrated that so I was listening to a podcast yesterday and they were getting frustrated because they were very much they were bloggers they were writers they make youtube videos they like content creators and they've got they get really frustrated at the term influencer because they felt it devalued all the time and energy they put into creating Mm. um because i mean like you said you taking your pictures every day is creation like you're creating do you feel that that takes away from the work you do because it has become a job now Mm -hmm. um whereas i think influencer is now associated with people who've been on love island who have suddenly like got millions of followers overnight and then they've that's it they're made and they've got their boohoo code like teethening strips yeah (laughs) Um, teethening did you just say that yeah. white teethening yeah. I was like that didn't sound whitening right whitening teeth strips teeth whitening strips even better oh you my god teethening no. oh sorry <laughs> yes, yeah, so yes I feel like that's I think when people think influencer the, the thing is they think they're going to be all over like the Sun newspaper mm. whereas I think I, I think bloggers and content creators and that you know we get frustrated that influence isn't taken seriously Mm. however I was saying to you I don't mind the term influencer because I I feel really privileged to be in a position of influence where I can help inform people help I never see it as I I never want to tell people what to do how to live what Mm. like what to think I just want to present ideas opinions start conversations and I think you're the same like it's making people think maybe in a different way or um 
questioning you know how we go about our lives and also just having fun as well like oh you know just being being as like light-hearted and open and honest as possible but then Um, do you do you think people think influencers just make money from sponsored posts yeah i I think the negative connotations around influencer is that people just think you both kind of swan around all day don't have a job don't Mm. really have a job and you just yeah you rock up to events like get your phone phone out and that's it i think that's what people think that's where that's where the negativity towards the the connotations of influencer come from but then but then people just need to get real and accept that if you've managed to create a living out of creating content for other people that's what the market's wanting and that's what consumers want then let's stop fucking moaning so <laughs> amen just on stop this, fucking moaning like, it's the way this, the world uh, is just get on board with it well it is the new Shut marketing up. isn't it Chessie said to me once um well of course people are going to pay us to market because say you've got however many thousand followers say you've got fifty thousand followers that's a football stadium's worth of people. Yeah. Chessie uses this one all the time. Because how much does it cost for a billboard in a football stadium? It's like, well, I've got 50,000 people, so my page is a billboard, essentially. So it has a price. Amen. That's exactly yeah. like my dad is in traditional media and he prints magazines for a living. Like he started his business when he was really young and now he appreciates that print is obviously turning to online, mm-hmm. to digital. And he sees my, like he calls it a square, uh, no, a panel, a panel on my um, Instagram feed as a, a page in his magazine it's Mm. it's advertising space and the thing with working with brands now I think over the past probably year six months no year I am so proud to work with those brands I am so proud to work for Waybox I'm so proud to work with Evian I'm so Mm. proud to I'm I I love putting pay partnership up because I'm proud to work with these people if I wasn't showing on online I'd still be being paid as a presenter offline you just Mm. wouldn't see that I'm being paid Mm. it's like someone going into the office and being a CEO of a company they're getting paid fuck loads but you don't you don't be oh my god she's getting paid to do that like it's exactly the same as as working in an office and I've done that I've worked since I was 14 I've been paid Mm. nothing I was a runner like I was literally everyone's bitch on on set because I wanted to be a presenter that was my main thing I was Mm. like so I literally was like right I'm gonna be a runner I'm like 14 years old had no idea it was Cartoon Network and then I did every job under the sun like I washed dishes I literally you had about three jobs before you went full-time with Instagram when I knew you yeah and like I so you were doing like PR um you worked for um three kinds of ice yes the app see I've done startup where we didn't get paid like anything but it was incredible like I learned how to code I was an app like that was amazing but I think and I still feel like I've got so many jobs like you Mm. like we have so many projects and when you have one thing you kind of get stuck into that tunnel of oh I've got Mm. one thing and that's it we have so many so many things going on and I just love working with these brands and just spreading a message, getting creative with them, meeting and actually being friends with them. That's such a rare thing, like, I'm nowadays. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's just email the person because we like their Instagram. I'm like, no, 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 no. We will sit down and we will make friends. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, I want to be involved. Like, I just literally launched um, my collection yesterday and I sat... Oh, sorry. Well, we're, we're, that was three weeks ago. <laughs> I have to say, I recently launched a collection. So I recently launched a collection with Sport Effects, um, so Sports Direct sister brand, daughter brand. And um, I was like, right, guys, it, it was amazing to be asked. And I said, right, I am literally going to sketch everything out. I want my dream collection to be... I want to be so heavily involved that I am so proud to launch it and mm. to wear it and to be like, actually, you know what? I'm going to wear this 
every day in and out of the gym because it's not just oh I've put my name to a clothing brand yeah, yeah. and that is where we re- that's where I really get creative that's what I thrive off of when mm. I'm like it's more than just a post it's like I'm going to present for you I'm going to do a podcast I'm going to create I'm going to be hosting events like yeah. that's where I'm like yes this is my job and I love it on the flip side Once again, going back to this podcast yesterday, they were saying they resented the influence thing because they didn't want it to feel like a brand. So I don't know how you feel about this, Ben. A brand is almost like just using them as a pawn in their big marketing game. Um, And I think that's the difference. Who who was this cynical podcast? They're just just bloggers who've been around for like 10 years. They're very well respected. Cynical. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna name them. Cynical. I'll tell, tell you at the end. I thought. Do you want to work with us? <laughs> I felt like it was a really interesting conversation, and so, I I could definitely take on board their opinions. Like I, I thought they were really valid. But but to but to to, but to, I, to I say think... that you're using someone as a pawn just suggests that we're commoditizing people. Like we're I know, not. but I feel like we that's are, how are, some people feel. Brands are identical. And some some probably are. Some, I mean, if you're just doing like, look, here's, here's, a, here's a grand mm. post. And there's please. no then, then there's nothing there. But that was, I think, where we tried to differentiate ourselves because I always knew that that's, you know, building relationships is the best way to, to, mm. to develop anything in, in personal or professional life. Just build good relationships and generally speaking, things will take care of themselves. But we... And, and I know a lot of other brands do, they actively seek out people who align with their brand yeah. to distribute their message for them. It's not a case of just using them as a pawn to get more followers. Mm. Great, yeah. Do you get more awareness? Do you get more of followers? Yeah, but that's a good thing because then more people hear your message or or, or buy your product because at the end mm. of the day, yeah, brands are trying to sell products. Yeah, they are. Well, that's, that's the, the point. thing, it's so, so we are. Yeah. So we are, of course we are. We're trying to, as a byproduct of the brand rec- brand we create we are trying to sell products because that's what business is so there's nothing wrong with that either Um, that's how that's just how it works the way I see it is as someone who gets paid to create content and work with brands that like you said Chessie super proud to work with every Mm. single person I work with um the way I see it is if I can earn a living doing that it means it can afford me more time to make all the content that I do for free so if I didn't have an income I couldn't make as much content and I couldn't put out as much free stuff as I do online so for example I put out a whole workout guide for a whole month for free Mm. there was no charge in there because I I'm in a position where I had the time to do that because I was I can earn money through my platforms Mm -hmm. and therefore it yeah it just literally affords me the time Mm. and um I think to me that's where it's like that's how I explain it to people who feel resentful that we might monetize what we do it's like if you truly cared about what you do you wouldn't monetize it but I don't think that's true I think if you truly cared about what you're going to do you're going to try and take it to the biggest scale possible so you can reach as many people possible because you're passionate about spreading your message um so I feel super fortunate that like we've been working together I think I think it's like our year anniversary coming up Uh, I'm going to Cronuts. Yeah, probably something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so yeah, yeah, again, we we met you at an event and we just sent, sent some product to you and you liked it and you started talking about it and then we we're like, well, Tally's talking about it. She obviously likes Genuinely it. Genuinely did. And her oh. um, her message is, is on brand. So hey, let's reach out and try and formalize it and and make it a bit mm. more structured. And it is literally as kind of simple as that. But you know, you just you develop a relationship and therefore the kind of the relationship is you know it's mutually beneficial. But you get it. That's the thing. Yeah, you, you do. You get it. There are brands, like Tally's saying, 
who are using influencers just because they've got an amount of followers. Yeah. followers and they're thinking okay we're going to reach this many people mm. they have no idea how to work with these people and that is that's because it is yeah. still fairly new whereas think, you're yeah. like I'm investing in business, well, investing so. in time I think people yeah. get, they get bogged down in vanity metrics which is how many followers have you got how many views did you get on your insights mm. like can you send me this and that and don't get me wrong that's useful because you, yeah. you want to know how many people have seen yeah. your brand but ultimately if you just create good content and put it out there and work with it good people it kind of yeah it plants that seed and it just mm. kind of sows it nice and wide in a, mm. in a in a genuine fashion doesn't it let's talk about the scandal that came out yesterday on twitter Ooh. did you see it no scandal, i don't use no. twitter oh, i hate yeah. twitter it's so <gasps> bitchy i well no i just love it for the scandal like oh, do you? the news oh. and the scandal keep, it keeps me current go on girl keeps me current kids scandal, what's happened? Um, so there's a report published yeah. saying that I'm oh, I'm going to see if I can find the stats, <laughs> but basically it's a report pub, report published saying um, that there's a, a a site called Social Chain and they wrote a report saying ha, that people have actively been frauding companies by buying followers and they're saying that um, for some people who've invested in people with fake followers. Uh, that up to ninety six percent of their investment wasn't was invalid because ninety six percent of their followers were fake. Oh, I can believe that. As um, in brands yeah, investing so, in the yeah. people. So, so, can, so for can example, that. yeah, we, so, we we get we get, oh, I mean, dozens dozens of messages, um, like hey, I'd love to collaborate, like, but it's not like hey, Waybox, like seeing your product, yeah, like, yeah. Look, like not, you know, nothing the, personal. No, like, not, you know, in the same way that when we reach out to someone to try and work with them, it's not just like. Hey, love to work with you. Like best regards. Yeah, yeah. You know, you you've looked at this, and also the then you can see post. like three posts versus like nineteen thousand followers, and you're like, mm, okay. Yeah. But I don't know how brands get caught out with that. That's got to be well. Stupid. They're now. I think they're now using um, certain platforms. Um, oh, I can't remember what the app is called. There's a certain app where you can track people's followers, and it's wow. really obvious whether they're starting to create stuff now, whereby you can work out who's the real deal and who's bought followers and likes. That's um, because it's really prevalent in um, mm. on. I think particularly more in like fashion and yeah. beauty and that kind of world. I think in fit, mm. I, I don't know, maybe I'm naive and like to believe that the health and fitness side of stuff yeah. maybe is a bit more pure, who's, but who's I also think it's not. Anyone? You know what I find really interesting? Like seeing Instagram culling these inactive yes. followers. Yeah, yeah. And I find it really interesting that like your growth can go, say like I did a cyber smile mm. and like cyber bullying campaign. Literally in like three days, I went up 60,000. Six, six, yeah, wow. 60,000 and it was like oh my god what because it was on news it, was, just, it yeah. went to every single country like there were like over 4.2 billion people that saw it like it was wow. unbelievable but then a few months later you get those 60,000 probably from like Taiwan or wherever going why am I following this person? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Unfollow. Yeah. That's when your growth goes down, and that's mm. like a natural. That's organic. Like yeah. you're not you're not buying followers. You're not. It's not. Uh, it's just natural because yeah. like I sometimes follow people. I'm like, why am I? Well, they yeah. pop up, and I'm like, why? Do, why am I following them? And I just unfollow yeah. them. So that's really interesting. And like, so my following went from like four hundred and nine thousand down to like three hundred ninety six, and that's fine. Like that I'm happy with those people not following me. Quality because, over quantity. Yeah, stuff. and like actually, if they don't understand what I'm doing, I don't really want them to be watching <laughs> yeah. my, my stuff. But that's because it, it grew so quickly in such a sp- short really amount of time from it? different... And then mm. people are going... Like one brand was like, oh, but um, she I've screenshotted when she had four hundred and eight thousand followers, and now she's gone down to three. What's what's going on here? Something fishy. And Andrew was like, who's my manager? Was like, right, 
here we are. Here are the stats. She has never bought followers in her life. Mm. But it's just people jumping to conclusions. And I think following is such a vain statistic. And like you know, you, you meet these people who have a million followers, but yet have no clue what they're doing. Whereas you meet people who uh, have been working on it for so long mm. and actually have really savvy real real mm. values and, and views on what they're doing they love it so i think there's can a lot can be said for um quality over quantity of engagement and mm. of the people that follow you like yeah i think that's where i think bra- that's where brands i think need to not just look at numbers they need to look at engagement and they need to mm. look at like the response to things and how invested people are in a person like when they're going to work with a company so you mentioned you do have a manager yeah. um you're with 84 world i am sure how long have you been with them now uh nearly two years and honestly could not live without them they are like I my feel like they've just best like, people in yeah, the world they've just elevated you yeah like we just work so well together they understand me from a friend point of view and a work client point of view mm. um i just feel like we're just such a team and like and you Jenny, were like one of their and, like early yeah kind before of they even because like, yeah. they they looked after like celebrities and like musicians before and then we kind of like went into it as the f- yeah the first few social media people really mm. uh, initially I was taken on as presenter and then it kind of was like oh let's just do both and let's see how social media goes yeah. but like they they. I don't think people understand or even realise that I have such an amazing team around me. Like, I could not, and it sounds so cheesy, but I could not do it without them. Like, even their support on, like, personal projects where they're not earning anything, I'm not earning anything, and they're going, let's put some time into this. Like, mm. it's amazing. And we have a real understanding of each other. Like, it is it is hard, like, looking out for each other in an industry where people are trying to get you and, like, let their, everyone's out to get Yeah, of course. Like, mm-hmm. but we we just respect each other and we value each other for what position we're in. Like, I, I, I couldn't do it without Andrew. Jenny couldn't... I, I couldn't do it without Jenny. Whereas, like, we just work so well together. Do you feel like when you got management that's when things became more of like Chessie King the brand the business and like that's when you were able to make this like a lot more of your job like a lot it, it's become like you said you were working at doing bits and bobs yeah, yeah. here and there before and now you're able to like focus on Chessie King it's more like you said having the time to actually they take all of the pressure off doing emails and doing the contracts mm. and all of that which I, I I did all by myself self-managed after I left my presenting agency who mm. was amazing but we didn't really do Instagram um, or social media and now I have that time to create to work on my own projects to think like to actually put all my like dreams in in yeah I've got like things that I've wanted to do for four or five years and they're actually coming to like that they're actually happening Mm. because I have the time to do it whereas I self-managed and that was really really hard Mm. like it's just taking that pressure off so I can actually do what I do best and what I enjoy best um so yeah they are amazing I love them (laughs) so on the other end of the spectrum though I do self-manage yeah and I do everything and you're right like the t- there's so much time I'm I'm fortunate that I now have an assistant which has been a yes! new addition Megan's in the room um, and we've been working together for like six weeks now and it's just made such a difference because I've suddenly have a bit of headspace again to think um, and, and like whether you have a management I think or whether you have an assistant or whether you have someone who can just kind of like alleviate the pressure it gives you more time to put the content out there that you want to make and like mm. as a content creator um, 
that's what you're most passionate about is mm. like actually putting stuff out there online because a lot of stuff goes on behind the scenes that people do not realize oh my god that's that's it and like sometimes they don't want to be seen on insta stories it's not like like whenever i say like how much jenny means to me like she is one of my best friends mm. now like i literally am like Jet, like, and she's like, no, no, no. So I can't really say it, but I want people to realize yeah, that it's yeah. not just me. Yeah. yeah, like that's the, that's the same thing with like anything. Like, uh, like it's a team. Yeah, it is a team. Like when I was a runner, when I was like so young I thought that TV happened like that. Like mm. everyone does at fourteen. You just think, and then you you're behind set, set and you see. 50 other people working so hard. It's not just the person you see yeah, in front of the camera. It's not just Phil and Holly. It's the whole It thing. is. Oh, I love those two. They are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Ben, I wanted to ask, I know we kind of just touched on it briefly, but like, do you have a criteria as a brand of when you want to work with influencers? Like, how, like, do you go directly to them? Do you go to management? How does it work from your end? Um... So I can give you some context around it. Yeah, so when do. we so when we first Real life when we when we first launched, we had like no money for marketing, but we kind of knew that social influencer media uh, marketing was a thing. So we were like, let's just DM a load of people on Instagram and try and send them um, product, and and that was um, that was what we did. So for the first sort of six months, uh, we just reached out to people who we felt aligned with the brand. Um, basically how, what their message was really just how they mm. spoke out with their tone of voice um, obviously you have to be involved in health and fitness like we weren't just chucking it out to anyone so that's the main thing really is um do they align with the brand message what's the personality like and are they involved in health and fitness in some way shape or form simple as that for that's us. relevant yeah okay so i wanted to move on and talk about um life online um and Chester just had a just little bit of so costume, hot. costume so change. It's so glamorous, being, so glamorous being an influencer. You just oh yeah, stop it. I just took off one po- layer and <laughs> whacked a dress on. No, I didn't. <laughs> well done, Bear. That was lovely. I really enjoyed that. Well, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a little um, time to shine. Talking about um, life online, um, do you find it hard to put boundaries between your personal life and the things you share? Because, like I said, you're so open and honest and you do talk about, like, you shared your kind of um, experience of tinnitus and loss of hearing, and you're talking about your skin and stuff, but then sometimes you're like, not today. I, I don't want to talk today. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, there are times where I'm like, I don't want to touch my phone, and I don't. But I think I've found a really nice, like, just happiness of just, like, living without it. Like I was saying to Ben earlier, like, as much as it is part of my job, I had a whole five days where I didn't even touch my phone apart from I had, like, half an hour, an hour in the evenings where I just let everyone know back home I was okay. Like, I was with my family, and it was Mm. just incredible. And to have that time where I didn't even think about my phone, I didn't know where it was for most of the time. Did you ask someone to put it away for you? No, I kind of just left it in wherever we were staying Mm. and just left it and didn't even think about it. Like, I actually forgot... I was like, oh my gosh, I've got I've got my phone and I need to tell like Andrew and Jenny I'm okay and like mm. Matt back at home and he was coming out. So I think I found this lovely like lo- life that I kind of lost through work for the past like two years where I just worked so hard. And for me, I was like, work, 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 work. And I was seeing everyone on Instagram performing work, which I find really weird. Like people performing meetings, performing yes. work, getting up a laptop just to say work, 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 showing like midnight, like or two in the morning still working. Like I do that without showing it now. Like, but because I, I, I'm i working for my own brand. Mm. And I think now I found this lovely, like 
yeah, this this new lease of life where I'm like, oh, you know what? Actually, it's a Monday. I don't have to work all day today. I'm going to stop at 12 and actually live my life and mm. see my best friends mm. and enjoy it like and make memories where I don't have to be on my phone sh- sharing it all. Mm. And that is such a revelation. Like, is that a word? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I yeah. thought revelation was those chocolates. They're revels, I believe. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> revels. <laughs> Oh no. Okay, well there we go. We're keeping that I'd bit love in a chocolate. Sure. <laughs> Revelation and it feels so good. It feels better than a whole uh, packet of Revels. <laughs> um but no, it is so nice. And like I think my family over definitely the past few months have just seen this real change of just like, oh my god, we've got our Chessie back. Like she's she they always say like my mum's like you were put on this earth to make people happy and to make mm. people smile and I've always been like just so like let's just like forget about everything mm. else. Let's just be happy and I'd always make friends with like strangers when I was younger, like go and like, just sit with them and like, I'd like interview them. I'd be like, how was your day? And do this. And I'd like pick up a baguette and start interviewing them. Like I'd always make friends with people mm. and I'd always just try and make everyone laugh. And that was my job. Whereas the past two years, I feel like I've just kind of, there have obviously been times where I'm so happy and I'm myself, but I'm like, sorry, I've got to work. Sorry, I've got to do this. I've got, I've got so much to do. Mm. And actually... I'm so lucky to be able to do those things. It's not I have to do them. It's, oh, my God, I've got... Uh, th- this is amazing. Yeah. I can do them. So, yeah, I think it's it's a real nice... I'm at such a nice stage where I'm like, oh, I've got my life back. I'm working really hard, but not too hard. I'm looking after myself. And actually, I can finally just, like, live and, and look up and just be like, oh, well, I've created this life. And, yeah, it's mm. great. It's really nice. And do you find, obviously, Matthew... Boyfriend Aww, Matthew. He's so cute. Um, <laughs> he's online as well. And is he with the same management as well? He is, but he has... Oh, Matt's, Matt's a bit of an agency whore. He's got, like, so many, because he's an actor. He's a like, model. Model. Like, model. model. He yeah. does model. Um, <laughs> he does, like... He does loads of different things. And, like, it's great. Mm. And he has, obviously... Like, he's bought what he does offline onto online um, since we met. Because I was just like you need to spread your message like obviously mm. he talks a lot about being a type 1 diabetic but that's not just him like he's mm. obviously a lot more than just that but he found his own little community and that's incredible mm. um and it's interesting as much as obviously we are a couple we share similar views there are some things that he puts up that that maybe I wouldn't share and and mm. that's fine but then that obviously opens me up to stuff and that's fine like yeah. he probably doesn't agree with everything I post and as much as obviously we're a team we and we do work with each other on on different campaigns, especially Waybox. We 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 respect what we do, and I think the more that he shares online, the more he realizes actually, wow, like what what you're doing is hard. Like you yeah. said, opening up for guys, like oh, I'm okay, mm, thanks. Yeah, we yeah. Had I'll just the, tell yeah, my mum. Yeah, 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 <laughs> we yeah. had the three dumbbells on Chesley. Oh, and I know you did. They did open up a little bit, she but did. like. It was blokey, wasn't it? We were all a bit blokey. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've got to take the piss out of yeah, each other because yeah, we're lads. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were. They yeah, were they are. But, but together yeah. they are. Like, boys are yeah, like that too. Lovely. If you just had Matt on himself or Fred or, yeah, or Seb, you'd get so much juiciness out of them. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Have them in segments next time. That's like, what we might have to do. You can come in, we're boys. Get, yeah, we're going to get Matt in on yeah. his own. Oh. We'll break him down. Yeah, please do. Make him cry. Yeah, we'll have some crying sessions. Do you find that it ever gets competitive between you two? It's like, oh, why have you got that job? Or Never. Do you Ever. feel like you're just super Matt happy for each other? Oh my god! Like he he wore it last night. It was like, "Hun, you look better in that than me." <laughs> he loves no, no, no. Clothes. He loves. I literally, my mum was like, "Chess, we're a little bit, we're a little yeah. bit worried." Me and dad. Oh. 
Um, no, he never competitive. But I've never been competitive, Tally. Like mm. I was, I was meant to do. I started training for twenty twelve Olympics as a breaststroke person, which no one knows. Um, and I realised that I was congratu- I was like saying well done to everyone before they'd even got in the pool. I was like, good luck, good luck. You'll be amazing. Well done, well done. You're here. Um, and we get like it was like nationals. I'd like j- dive in the pool and still be like really like happy that that person was in front of me. Get out. I'd like honestly, it's so weird. I was just like always happy for other people, and I'd never be like. Oh my god, I've lost. Never, mm. ever. Or I really need to win this. Like obviously now I'm competitive with myself. Like I want to be doing better than I was last year or whatever. But I've never been competitive. And people just, people say that about like my sister who is doing so incredibly well mm. on her own. She's mm. not a mini me. She's like she's yeah, she's she's one of my best friends and she's doing incredibly well. And I would never be like, oh, Bronte's got that, but I haven't yeah. ever. Like I never look at that. Even with my like best friends or people that like I don't even know like mm. I'm just not like that because everyone's on their own path everyone like if there's I want room. it I'll work hard for it I always think if there's enough room for everyone to be successful at the top like yeah. there's so much space for people to do that like I'm jealous of Ben because mm. he's Ben and yeah. I yeah. want to be him you but don't need to, no, no. <laughs> he's living <laughs> life it's hard top. work trust me it's hard work this I you bet it is you got great for you when you look down don't yeah. you Ben totally <laughs> 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 Ben and like you said before like when you post stuff online, it can open you up to a lot of criticism. Mm. Um, does that stop you or make you think twice about sharing your true opinions? Um, yes, because I don't want... I just hate being attacked. Like, it obviously makes you a stronger person, but I, it's not very nice, like, mm. no matter how strong you are, like, question, like comments but then leading into emails leading into death threats it's not a very nice thing to go to yeah go through but then like on the other hand like I post everything because I'm passionate about it and Mm. I'm not lying it's my experience it's very real like it's true and I just put it out there and if someone doesn't like it then I am very like block delete goodbye now (laughs) like I'm like bye bye you don't want to look at my thing how many people do you have on your blocked Four, I think it's we checked last time 4,700 wow so people try and get followers I try and lose them by blocking mm. them I think I've blocked one person no and that yeah. was me <laughs> I was like I want to be you no I, I, I it's, it's a hefty block mm. list but that, that that's from like not just hate from inappropriate comments from yeah. like and that's over that's like, racked yeah, up yeah. from like three years yeah I don't want to see it really no, no, no. Um, but yeah I, I, just, I it's, it's, sorry just, can we she just said dick pics <laughs> yeah is that, is that how always yeah, yeah, dick yeah I'm fully aware what a dick pic is but I'm, I'm, just, I'm just curious oh, that's that, a reason to block do you get, well, yeah, all I'm, the time yeah I'm not saying it's not a reason to block I get just, videos I just didn't realise how many you were getting to I don't that many particularly. Blocks. Snapchat maybe sometimes, but I never oh, got anything. I get so much. I, don't I get requests. From... <laughs> what is I'm wrong so with guys? What's wrong with them? You I get... sent them. Yeah, yeah, like like four or five times. Wow. This is Megan yeah. off the microphone Megan, saying most... Megan's getting. Megan's been sent them four or five times. Well. I get Jesus. I get like requests of to send my used panties, and I'm like, oh, or like, can I buy you shoes for your feet, and can you send me pictures of you wearing the shoes? What? I got offered £50,000 once and I sent it to Andrew um, to go on a date with someone and they were like, this is not, like, you can bring anyone, it's just because I have too much money, like, I really want to take you on a date, you can bring anyone. I was like, I'm bringing my security, my manager, and Andrew was like, go on, mate, just do it and split it. I was like, you're so funny. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Do you want to? No, never, ever. No. But yeah, block, 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 block. I don't want to be a complete feminist, Ben, but no, no, this fine. is what it's like to be a woman online. No, no, I, hey, I'm, I'm all for it on that one, sister. Um, so we do have a listener question. Ooh. From Journal Jen. Thank you for calling in, Jen. <laughs> We should do a phone on the in line. episode. <gasps> we should do we should a phone do, in get, episode. Should I get, get a, a mobile number? Not like any of ours, because you'll get loads of dick pics. <laughs> but we'll get a mobile number and just say, call call this number. Yes. And we'll answer. Right. <laughs> we don't do the podcast live, guys. No. No. We're looking to do it, maybe. Spoiler alert. I oh, know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, everyone, th- everyone thought this was live. Part it's of, not radio. Part of the press. Sorry, please tell us right, the question. Journal anyway. <laughs> Jen says... Um, how do you overcome the fear of posting yourself online in support of body confidence? And I think she's probably relating to like, how do you like feel comfortable showing your body in perhaps a unflattering, well, in a yeah, in a normal way, just, yeah, in like a just not exactly flattering. Yeah, just thank you. Like a normal, like how I look right now. Picture, yeah. yes. um, it's it's weird. Like uh, I feel so comfortable about it now, but my God, was it scary when I first did it? And like I have felt a little bit apprehensive for some of them because I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even know I looked like that. Like wow. But like I said before, the the more I share, the more it becomes. Like we just said, normal. Like, mm. and girls can actually go. Oh God, I can start. I can just carry on living my life yeah. because, at the end of the day, like, no, I don't look at you. I'm sorry, Ben. I don't look at you and go, Oh my God, I love Ben because he's got a great body. I look. I I think Ben is a great guy because we have a like we have a friendship. We have a connection. Mm. I don't look at you and go, Oh, Tally's lost a little bit of weight. She looks amazing. I'm just like Tally is such a lovely person. Like, uh, no, that's genuinely how I see it. Like, you yeah. are, and you've both got unbelievable bods oh, my god inspired <laughs> no but seriously i don't i i just think of it as like if if the people in your life who actually mean something to you are judging you on your body and and your figure then wh- why are they in your life like mm. you're you never would you look at your best friend like i look at my best friends and i'm like damn you look insane but also that's because i know you're an amazing person mm. if i post a picture online where i'm i think i'm not looking at like how i'd look in my best life what yeah like your best, best angle best kind angle of thing, yeah or, like or how i look when i'm lighting. looking yeah mm. then i kind of just look at it and i'm like well that's just me there it is everyone like yeah. hopefully that will help you and i think yeah, so if, uh, Jen, if you want to post a picture where you don't think you look, um, like, perfect in your eyes, to other people, if they know you, they it's, they don't care. Yeah. But for strangers, yes, it is scary, but they'll they'll appreciate it. Like, I think we should all just start. Mm. And that's why sometimes I don't like doing side by side, because I don't like showing how I could look or how mm. I do look. Because sometimes, actually, I just want to post the right photo where I don't look mm. great, or in my mm. eyes. But actually, that helps them even more because it's like, oh God, there's Chessie and she hasn't even pointed out that she doesn't look amazing. Mm. Do, you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. She hasn't pointed out her Just flaws. Like stop, stop, yeah, stop highlighting what like, normal supposed to look like and yeah. what yeah. is normal and just post a picture. Just post a picture, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, think, I think that's what the internet needs more realness and yeah. it needs more real bodies and it needs more real opinions and it needs more like vulnerability essentially mm. it's like it comes back to what we talked about earlier i think by putting yourself out there online in in a more real way that is being vulnerable and i think mm. a lot of it comes down to being comfortable with vulnerability yeah. and so that's where you have to you like we said before once you're vulnerable once and then twice and then three times and it starts to become a lot easier um 
And yeah, there's definitely been times when I've posted like photos where I'm like positioned myself as this fit person and are people going to think that I'm not fit anymore because I don't have that traditional fitspo body but whatever this I'm still a fit fit person like you said I value myself far mm. beyond how I look anyway mm. and therefore I think people benefit from seeing the real stuff definitely on a side note I always uh, I'm a massive advocate of Jamila Jamil's I Weigh campaign yeah she's brilliant and that she's is great like you can't go on there and fail to be uplifted she is mm. like it's so positive and it's all about how people value themselves as people and yeah what you are when you more see than like just your body. thousands of people doing that you're like yeah. oh yeah yeah this is great exactly it's like when I see someone posts a that or on their stories they're like oh I'm barefaced I have no makeup today like they're pointing out that and they still look incredible whereas I'd prefer to just be like not say anything I'm not wearing any makeup today but I'm I prefer to just speak on my stories yeah. without without pointing out yeah oh my god this is me without any makeup like sometimes I'll just be like oh it's so nice not wearing makeup today but if you're pointing out then someone's going oh my god I don't look that good without makeup on yeah. so uh, and then it puts them off it's horrible like it, it's that's like it it's a two-way thing like it can either make you feel either make you feel incredible or it can actually make you feel worse and I really don't like the latter like I never try and do the latter ever mm. but I try and avoid mm. that at all costs because you this whole trend of Instagram reality okay that's amazing I did it years ago but I never did it to be like look how amazing I look in the reality one ever it was yeah. like actually this is pretty scary yeah I want you to show what has been shown on Instagram but let's just change it and let's just try and remind at... ourselves what real life is yeah mm. but it's weird like Instagram's so weird it Ugh, is that's... and if there's and like it just goes without saying that even if like Chessie and I are not your cup of tea then you don't have to follow us yeah, and, yeah. yeah see ya and if you don't want to follow Ben you don't have to follow no, Ben no do do definitely follow Ben please do and on that note um, I think that's a great place to wrap it up <laughs> yep that was such a great discussion. I like, loved it. Discussion. Thank you. And that was a very different episode for us. Yeah. So Good. let us know what you thought of this episode and uh, let us know on at the Waybox podcast. No underscores. And no underscores. <laughs> and uh, let us know on at Tally Rye and at Waybox as well. Way Woo. underscore box. Um, and we can't wait to hear your feedback and we will see you next time. Thank you so much, Chessie. Bye, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Waybox podcast and tell us what you thought about today's episode. And make sure to keep an eye out on our social media as we want you to get involved with future episodes. Thanks.